for men, a lot of reason, well, the main reason that you don't get the women you want, it mostly has to do with you not loving and embracing and maximizing the life you live. You probably heard me say that if it's a pleasure to be you, it's a pleasure to be around you. That to say, I often say that women um, search for like a fantasy land. And men who do not want to accept reality also bask in his fantasy land. It's a deflection tactic and a coping mechanism, you dig? So, you as a man, as a leader, you can't afford to revel in a fantasy land. And you should deal with your women accordingly. You see that? You don't make them live to a certain standard at all times because they do need that, but there's certain ways you offer the fantasy land to the woman. See that? Don't let her rock you to sleep with things she says on the surface level because that's kind of why you can't ask a woman a question directly straight up because they often have some idealized perspective and answer. But a way you do offer a fantasy land to a woman is to offer enchantment. If you have an excitable spirit, you're excited about your days, you're excited about how you live, the things you do, the plan you laid out, I think of it like this. I know how cool it is to be me. See that? So, naturally, people want to come along for the ride. I can just feel how cool it is. People can just sense how cool it is to be me. So, by me just inviting someone into my space... By them being intrigued by my space, I understand my value and what I'm offering. I'm allowing you to get close to me and feel what I feel. I understand that most people live a redundant, boring, stagnant, let's just endure the day, endure our day at work, endure our day at school type of day. So they get to escape that by being in my presence. That's what you want to offer. And it's not free. You really can't fake that. And why would you want to? Why would you want to put on the mask when other people around and then not really love who you are and where you are? Now this is my thing. I recently came up with this thought like, when you talk to people who work a nine to five and they don't get to travel much, you know, when they have their lottery dreams, if I had X amount of money, I would, or when I finally retire, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. If I had 
all this money, well, what would you do with all that money? The first thing I do is I travel and I go here to beaches, resorts, and travel. And tra- travel comes up so often, you're like, hmm. It's a common theme, a common thread there. Now, this is me reading into it, but this is the deal. Yeah, we would all love to travel. And yeah, as someone who travels a fair amount, although within my country, I do travel a lot. Meaning I at least get on the road, hit neighboring cities. You know, nice road trips, healthy road trips. Clear your mind type. Now, as exciting as it is to get on the road, as relaxing as it is to get on the road, I do also know I'm just as excited to get back. Why? Because the stress of getting everything in order, the traveling, being away from home. So if something goes wrong, you don't have your resources, your immediate resources around you. You're unfamiliar with the land, all that stuff. When you get back home, there's a certain relaxation you can feel. Because now, after your vacation, you finally can relax when you make it back and you did everything. See that? But the reason people crave vacation and travel is because they want to escape the life they're living think about it because people who travel a lot their big dream isn't to travel a lot because they're used to it it's just you know something to do now on one hand yes traveling is fine it will be nice but eventually you can only do so much running away from your situation you can only keep rolling and rolling and rolling but you really can't escape yourself wherever you land, you're going to be there. So if you're dissatisfied with your situation, that shiny new toy of you being in a new land, doing new things, spending money on items you didn't have before, it'll wear off. And you'll be right back to where you are right now. Yourself. Watch. When people talk about money they're going to get when they retire, I'm going to travel. and travel. Watch. Think about what they're saying. And think about how dissatisfied they are with their life itself. So, like I'm saying to men, live an excitable, amazing, enchanting life and people will want to join. It's not like strategic. Let me say all these things around these women that Make it seem like I've lived this fascinating life. Let me act interesting. No, no, no. Be. Be. Because what you're going to find is once you can satisfy yourself to this degree, it builds a momentum on its own. You're going to collect resources, followers. By you putting out that energy emitting that energy people will want to be around you You will accumulate naturally and you won't feel the need to have her and have them the grass ain't always greener because the green grass is where you're at but as I said this can't be fake this means now this is a healthy balance of doing things you like purposely in your schedule set up things you like doing Concerts, shows, albums, little things that make you happy. Surround yourself in them. However, the balance is you have to have things you accomplish. You gain your confidence by stacking your wins. So you accomplish. You read, go to the gym, you map out your day. 
You understand? You you all should be on your purpose. So that goes without saying. And as you're tackling your purpose, that stacks the wins. That builds the confidence. You're somebody now. So between you doing the things you like and you feeling accomplished, this gives you a an extreme here, but a Superman feel. Like, mm, I'm it. Mm, I'm it. And when you go, you going. I mean, it's the energy people can't escape. Imagine you going to a room and most people just, uh, never day, you know. Uh, another day, uh, another day, another dollar. Uh, you know. And they ask how you doing. I'm like, excellent. They were like, well, you know, I, you know, another day breathing, another day alive. Is, I guess it's good. No, I'm like, no, actually, excellent. Not like just saying. I feel good. I feel great. You understand that? So when you tell people you feel good, it's just like a thing people say, but they don't really mean it. But I'm like, no, I feel good. Like. I'm chilling. I'm tired right now. I can acknowledge that. But I'm floating right now. Ain't no doubt about it. And that's a key ingredient you're missing. You could talk to women and say the slickest things. You should never be qualifying yourself saying where you work, what you do. You can't as a matter of conversation. And a topic may lead to that. Or you opening a new thread in the conversation, but it should never be to qualify yourself. So you saying all these things is cool, you know, conversation pieces. You can have a conversation, but it's going to be dull or boring if you are dull or boring. Your words can't create the excitement on its own. You have to be that because I'm sure you've had times where you haven't said much, but your energy is there. You just feel like it. You instruct. You're calm. You're playing your own space. And on certain days, people gravitate towards you. When you're kind of in the zone. It rarely comes across. It's fleeting. But as you sharpen up, you'll be able to recreate that feeling, that situation. And it all stems from you. Because when you're in the zone and you got it going... Things led to that. You didn't show up like, let me get in the zone. You did things to put yourself in that space. You earned it. Rest is only rest as long as it's rest. If you're sitting around doing nothing, you're going to get bored with that. So you enjoying your space is not you sitting around eating and doing all the, watching all the TV you like to watch, just doing all the things you like to do for no reason. That's cool, but it's a balance. Because you sitting around resting is only rest for as long as it's rest. After a while, you need to be active. I know I get restless. If I sit around and try to read for a while, I may only get a couple pages off. I have to be in the right space. I got to be not tired to the point where I'm going to fall asleep reading a book after a page or two. But it has to be relaxed at the same time. So there's a nice little space there when I do my best reading, my best retaining of the information. I'm in my calm state, but I'm alert, I'm active, I'm on. So you encounter this more frequently as you tighten up, as you stop doing things for no reason. As you eliminate people who waste your time, you learn how to effectively use your time. All those things that work in your favor, it's almost like by maximizing your time, you're actually, a year passing by gives you so much time to get things done. Your year 
offers more space and more time than the next person if they involve themselves. By the time they finish gossiping, being stimulated by things that really don't matter, that has nothing to do with their end goal or situation or focus, they burn up so much energy, so much time. Think about the conversations you have that are nothing conversations. If you just greeted people, hello, how are you all, beautiful, boom, go. That's it. Not the gossip. If you took out the negative things you say out your day, the negative things you thought, that's about a third of your day right there. The whining, the moping, the dreading. You don't want to dread clocking into work. You don't want to dread going to school. You don't want to dread doing... That's the reverse of where you want to be. You want to be excitable, up and early. Right now, it's four-something. I was up at three-something. I slept for about four hours, and I was up. Okay, let's go to the gym. You understand? Listen to something to excite myself, and boom, got the gym in. About to go to the coffee shop, then I'm going to go to work. When I get to work, audio book. For part of the day New album I like Part of the day You understand A loose plan But my 8 hours I'm going to be getting some game I'm excited to get there I want to go greet people Hello, hello, hello And then boom Lock in To my work And what I'm concentrating on At the same time That's how you want to be on it Work especially because you're there for basically a third of your week. If you work 40 hours, about a third of your week, roughly. At least your weekdays. So, you don't want to dread being there. You don't want to be sloppy with how you conduct your work. Because, you know, I don't know if you've heard it, but I've heard it. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. You're sloppy for the first third of your day. You're going to be sloppy for the rest of it. You're going to miss opportunities. A little bit of concentration, a little lack of focus will cost you on a large scale. And see, those are things you can't concentrate on when you got so much going on. But if you scale back and take in less stimulus, less things stimulate you and excite you and drag your attention all over the place, you can concentrate on those little things and see how they're costing you and you become more effective. You become sharp or your concentration start to... Land on things that matter and not the things that don't. And then you can see people dragging you. People can sense that you're on like that. And you'll start to... I visualize people just packed down at the bottom. Pack, pack, pack. And can feel me like floating over top of them and trying to drag me in. What you doing being so calm over there? How come you don't dislike being here like I do and try to drag you down? Because you can greet them, say hello. And they'll just pine for your attention for no reason, just to throw you off. That's how people are, I guess. It's a natural thing, I assume. It goes along with the misery loves company, you know. They don't want you to help drag them out. They want to pull you down into it. And they'll guilt you into this. You see that? You gotta, you gotta watch what surrounds you. Watch your surroundings. Be sharp. But all the way back. Men, men especially. That's a key ingredient you're missing, man. You gotta offer the woman enchantment. It should be exciting to be around you. She should be learning something. She should feel like she's in the presence of somebody. 
who's somebody. You understand? And you could dress flashy and all that. But ultimately, that'll wear off. It has to be in you. King Flex say that. Tariq, he says, the Mac within. The game is not on you, it's in you. The game is in you, not on you. You understand? So you can wear all the clothes, jewels, any of that you want. The moment you take it off, you're bland again. But if the shine is from within, it's always there. You understand? It's not a facade, a front. And that will help you immensely when dealing with women. And I know men are not pleased with their results. I mean, I've said that. So, that is the thing. That's always a thing. See, the mystery isn't just, let me act elusive. Let me act exclusive. Like women do that. They try to make themselves scarce by dipping in, dipping out. You know, the false, elusive, exclusive thing. No, 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 no. The mystery is because you're somebody people can't quite figure out. The reason they can't figure you out is because... They don't come across anything like that. They haven't been trained or seen anyone that they can categorize like you. If you live this way. Because it's abnormal. You have to actively train yourself to focus on the right things. To get up with a purpose. Do things with a purpose. When you're into you. That will automatically, automatically put you on people's radar. I mean, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. See, and the the good way to gauge this is when you stay to yourself. When your confidence is really rolling, you, you stay to yourself and play your own space. You'll typically have people who will not see you as shy, but who will see you as arrogant, uppity. Not because you're carrying yourself that way, but because they're projecting that onto you. They don't know how to categorize it. They they can't come up with a nuanced category for you. You're not shy because you're it. You can't really act like you're not confident when you are. Most things you do come across as confident because you are. You understand that? So they can't say, I shy. They want to say that, but then the other side is extreme. Well, he thinks he's this. He thinks he's that. And ultimately, their own insecurity is spilling all over the place. So that's what they're going to label you as. But you have to know not to let other people categorize and label who you are. You understand, they can't come up with a finer category than that because they only know one of two. You're not shy, so you must be arrogant if you stand to yourself. If you love your space, you love it in your space. Even though you can be inviting and invite them into this winter space... They'll fight against it. So they'll categorize you as that. Not everybody, but at times, it'll come out. But this is where you have to be at a taller mindset than things and people around you. So understand what they're doing and don't let that knock you off. Enchantment. Magic. Allure. Not anything false. Not anything trying to look grand. Be into you and people will follow.
freeze this, freeze that. 